Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to Space Trash, another episode of it. Lifestyles of the rich in Uranus, and I'm one of your hosts, Sarah <laughs> And I'm your other host, Molly Molshine. I've got the brains of a baby. That's a call out to all of our long-term listeners. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, we're talking about the Super Bowl. That's why I made that jock jams noise. What did you think? Similar to the game, it was just like, in terms of intros, a little too long, but the game was a little too long. <laughs> and there were commercial breaks in every sentence just now. I know. Okay, here's the thing. The Super Bowl is the alpha and omega of American culture, I would say. Wouldn't you say? It's it's everything all together. Absolutely. We love TV. It's on TV. Uh, it's a sport, <laughs> but it's also fun and entertaining. So I live in Ireland now. I lived in London for five years before this. So I'm actually very used to now European sports broadcasts, huh. which are super boring. Why? Because they all just have that monotone, like, and he's going to the pitch and there's literally not going to be a score for the entire game. That's part of it. Yes. <laughs> well, that's soccer, which just is boring. But right. like, like I watch rugby a lot with my husband and they don't have like that many instant replays. They don't have the graphics going across the screen. They don't have oh, like, man. and now it's the like Ireland Jaguars or whatever. Right. They don't like, they don't have any, there's no like fanfare. That. Most of the teams, Sarah in rugby don't even have a mascot. They're just the town. Oh my God. So it's like just rec sports. Yeah. It's like, it's so much less. Okay. So, all right. So my point is watching the Super Bowl today that I, I watched it today and in, in a replay, it was like being on crystal meth. The whole thing is an analogy for America. And like, it's that is so, America. Yeah. It's just so like turned up to 11 and turned up to 11. Everybody's making money. Everyone's showing out. We've got celebs wearing important outfits, meaningful outfits, comedy outfits, whether they meant to or not. And right. everybody's acting sort of a fool, but also making a lot of money. It's just like, it, it's not even the people there. It's the editing and the amount of commercial breaks and, and the fact that it was in Vegas. Like they keep showing that stupid dome and you're just like, what am I, why am I supposed to care about this dome? Why are you cutting to this dome? Like it's God every five minutes. I think there's something sinister about that dome. What do you mean? It freaks me out. It just seems like idiocracy. And I think I already said this last week about something else about the crypto.com arena. Oh, I'm yeah, just yeah. like, Nothing, nothing that we're doing has any sort of like tether to real life 
concrete things that exist in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like this dome, it's not made out of bricks and mortar. It's it's made out of graphics. And like this, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I'm looking at this dome and I'm like, why is there a circular screensaver in the world? What are right, like, right, it's, right. What happened to like grass? You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, I think, um, well, the thing I guess I like about it is that this is where sports meets theater in a way. But yeah, that I love, that I love. You know, that's sort of the fun of it. But it is, you know, in film school, there was that moment <laughs> where even though generally I'm more sitcom than film, I chose film because of this kind of broadcast production being not what I wanted to do. Like, what you're describing is production. Like, you're describing like, the swipes, the wipes, the making it seem like this is NASCAR, but it's Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. You know, it's just like that, like, I feel like that is the business of television in the most concentrated form, and, and it's so- why I chose film. Yeah, but I I also love it, though. It's just, it's so much more noticeable when you've been out of it for a while. Do you know what I mean? And, oh, for sure. And you're just like, it, you're just like, oh my God, everyone's crying at the national anthem. Why is the national anthem even happening, first of all? Second of all, right. did we need the giant flag? Did we need to really hammer it home with the gigantic flag? Then there was the... They're sh- they're showing they're cutting to military troops all over the world. Very this tone doesn't... deaf. Very tone deaf. Yeah, grown men are crying. This doesn't happen in any other democracy. It's sort of giving dictatorship. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Like the immense, insane patriotism. It's really like to the rest of the world. It doesn't look like Western democracy. It- it's giving banana republic. You know. Wow. Well, you know it's interesting. From an astrological perspective, um, not only did the United States just experience its Pluto return, but now the United States is having its Jupiter return in the sign of cancer. So it's sort of like patriotism is at an all-time, like a Jupiter-Jupiter connection in a natal chart of a country. We're going to enter a sort of, I think we're going to see more and more and more of that as the year progresses. Not that it always hasn't been that, but now we're really... Yeah, proud to be an American is, I think, going to be an ongoing conversation, dystopian conversation, at least over the next year in like a very weird way. I love the televisionness of it. I remember as a kid going to a Super Bowl party and just being so excited that we were all hanging out watching TV together, even though I, you know, I was just like, wait, there's a party to watch TV this rules. So, and I love the halftime show. I love the Super Bowl. I love football you do so love much. The Super what is, Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, like, everything that I'm saying is not a complaint about American culture or the Super Bowl. It's like, I love it. And it's so bizarre and over the top. And I love it. What did you think of the halftime show? Usher can really dance. Mm-hmm. My first thought. I was really pleased to see a man really dancing and roller like, skating. Roller skating gyrating doing tummy rolls i mean that guy is doing yoga like he is fluid the dude is freaking he's a jellyfish up there and i loved to see it it's interesting that we're at an age where i don't know i guess i I just i feel like this is what it must have felt like when we were kids and it was like 
you know, Aerosmith or I'm trying to like who the band. Yeah, but been, even but with like, Aerosmith, they tossed us a bone by bringing Britney Spears up there. Right. But like this clearly, this had me really feeling my age because I was just picturing kids around America being like, who's that? Like, I know, like this is oldies now. You're the oldies. Whole, I know. Every time I hear an Usher song, I can smell the burnt, the crisp burnt flesh of a tanning salon. Like I must yes. have. Yes. I must have had an Usher playlist that I always listened to when I went tanning because it it's like a sense memory that brings me right back to tanning. Yes, actually. Every time a song started, the way I sort of feel like I want to say, not sorry to Usher, I didn't do anything to you, Usher. I, I've been a supporter, but like sort of not re- not really. <laughs> like even when, when Kim K was going on the concert, it was like, can't believe we're seeing him finally. And I was like... You all feel this way. Not that I have a problem with Usher, but it's always like you are all feeling this way about Usher. And he then- hasn't been in the. He hasn't been in the. He hasn't been front of mind. Right. He just right. Exactly. Like it's sort of like, oh, that's nice of you. What are you guys friends like from back in the day? You're doing him a solid by going there. Then actually during the medley, hearing the beginning of every song and and having that same experience where I was like, I was in Mary Beth's car. I was at the Shore Week. I was, you know. We were at the Y doing a a Zumba class. His music, I forgot how much he really was like a soundtrack to our formative years. Yeah, he, his songs are so good. Yeah. He is so So talented. Like, I I was watching it and I was thinking, and this is going to sound like a hater ass thing to say, but who that has come out in the last five, 10 years is going to put on a show like that? Like, no one. No one's really doing this kind of crisp choreography and making hit after hit after hit. We're in such a weird moment. I think part of it is because uh, all the money has gone out of the recording industry. They're not making as much money anymore. So they're not putting much, as much money into the new acts. And we don't have a monoculture anymore. So everyone's so, you know, segmented, segregated in terms of their like picking genres and only listening to that. So I don't know. Like, is there going to be an Olivia Rodrigo Super Bowl? Maybe, but she, we none of us even know what her performances are like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I guess maybe it'll be more the kind. Like, maybe in twenty years there will be an Olivia Re- Rodrigo Super Bowl, and all the moms at that point are going to be like, "Oh my god, driving by his house or whatever the song is." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like. I feel my like, favorite song, Driving by Itself. I loved it. Like, yeah, she, she's the turn. Stop. That's the only line I know the song. But <laughs> <laughs> she's really good. I just can't picture her doing a whole show. I watched yesterday the Jennifer Lopez documentary Halftime on Netflix. Oh, because you I was, know what? I was trying I to get in the been... Super Bowl spirit. So that was the only thing I could find. Well, what did you think? I really liked it. What did you think? You you look like you didn't. I didn't watch it, but it was only because my mother was so aggressively pushing it on me. Oh, you should watch it. I didn't watch my it. My mom either. just lo- my mom loved it. See, here's what's really interesting about it. You can tell that she started shooting it because she thought she was going to get an Oscar for Hustlers. Oh. Because half of the movie is all her being like, I'm finally getting recognition. I'm getting the Golden Globe. I've been in 40 movies, but no one ever took me seriously. And now I finally am. Everyone's saying I'm going to get nominated for the Oscar, blah, 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 blah. And then not only does she lose the Golden Globe, but she doesn't even get nominated for an Oscar. And 
this is what it made me love her because she kept all the footage in. She still made the movie to be like, like it it was just so real in that way. It's very humble. It's actually, it's actually really humble to actually. So, so, okay. That makes it more. So it's basically a story of her heartbreak, like a career heartbreak is what it is. Kind of. Yeah. And also even the halftime thing, she doesn't say flat out that she was disappointed in any way with, the halftime show but she has one of her like minions say in a talking head that it was really insulting that they made jennifer lopez and shakira be co-headliners because no other act has ever had to share the stage and why did two latina women have to share it why aren't they considered big enough for one act and then the other thing that was sticking in my head today was she was fighting them nonstop to get an extra minute put on because she was like look you're only giving us 12 or 13 minutes. There's two of us co-headlining. We're trying to fit so many songs in, blah, 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 blah. And she had to fight the NFL on it. And then they gave Usher, apparently they gave him 15 just off the bat. Oh, no, 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 no. I know. So, like, now I'm ready to go to bat for Jennifer Lopez, even though I we just talked last week, I think, or the week before about how Io had to kind of, like, quasi-apologize for making fun of her. Now I'm like, and I, I still think that was bullshit, but now I'm sort of, I'm, I'm standing for JLo again because she is truly, you get the, the sense from this. She is the hardest working woman in showbiz. Like, oh my God. That I believe. And I actually believe she's probably, I mean, she is very talented and she is probably a cool person and she is living her work. Like this is what she's here on earth to do. And she is doing it. There was no other thing she was going to do. So you got to give someone credit for mastering their craft and making choice after choice after choice after choice to just support this craft, even though she really wasn't getting the same kind of she did. She wasn't getting the kind of attention and respect that I'm sure she felt that she deserved. And that she probably did deserve. Right. But also, as Don Draper would say, that's what the money is for. But I still do get why you want your peers to recognize you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think one of the hard things, and I, maybe this is a stupid thing to say, but I would think to me, Selena, JLo doing Selena is one of the greatest works of biography, recree <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Like, and like JLo does actually sing it and she's better than Selena. And mm-hmm. like the JLo versions of the Selena soundtrack are just a little bit better. Yeah. Wow, that's controversial. I know. That's why I wished No, immediately I was like, should I go Patreon or all the Mexicans going to come for me? But it's like, I love, (laughs) I love Selena and I love, I, you know, she was obviously the fucking bomb, but the JLo, you know, maybe it's even similar to what you're describing as like a rugby, a rugby game in the pitch versus like the Super Bowl. Right. Because if you, if you know that you're re-recording the song of someone who died and it's going to be an epic film like you're gonna put a little different kind of like maybe a a little more emotion into it because when selena was recording the music she's like oh i'm just making like pop music this is amazing i'm gonna live forever these were gigs right like i'm doing great and then like when you're doing it where you're looking back and saying oh shit she got shot at like 23 or whatever right i can see how maybe you would put a little bit more uh schmaltz into it so maybe that's what you were hearing Definitely more schmaltzy than the original Selena, but also I think, and maybe this 
maybe this has to be Patreon now. I feel bad because I don't want to try. I actually love JLo. I, I, I've always loved JLo, but Selena's writing, like that soundtrack is song after song after song after song that's better than anything that Team JLo up from the six has ever come close to making on her own. Oh, disagree, disagree. Really? I think that, like, I think that's. I think Waiting Selena, for tonight? You would, your number one would be Waiting for Tonight? I love Waiting for Tonight. I love a lot of JLo songs. I think Let's Get Loud's a track. No, but Selena had, it was more, it just was more beautiful, maybe. I don't know. I just think they're very different. Jayla was great in that and, and was downhill from there because then she was more back to being other characters or herself. We were like, but wait, Selena. Well, that's what happened in the movie. She's like, I, I got my first Golden Globe nomination for my first role, Selena, and yep. then I never got another one until Hustlers. And I thought she deserved the Oscar for Hustlers. It was inc- an incredible characterization of, you know, a t- an archetype that we have not really ever seen before. And I thought it was such bullshit that that film was completely snubbed for oscars like hustlers is my barbie i would say i think hustlers yeah hustlers that. is so much better yeah it's like if anything j-lo just might be of all the triple threat things that she does she just might actually be a better actor than she is singer and for some reason we haven't recognized her that way because she did like popcorn movies and she would say it's because there were no meaty roles for a Latina actress. But I do think that she got a lot of roles where she kind of wasn't really playing a Latina anyway. So I don't know if that would be right. really, I don't know. She just was, she was typecast for rom-coms for the longest time and those just don't get awards. But anyway, back to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You didn't watch the game, the sport itself. No, I actually had a show that I went to. Oh yeah. yeah was How fun. was it? It was great. It was fun. Um, it was great. But I listened on the way home like I was my dad on like AM radio. My dad used to do that too. He used yeah. to listen to baseball games on AM radio. Yeah. I was like, how is this fun? How are you, first of all, not crashing the car by like visualizing the game in your head? How can you understand just it, listening to it? I, I just, I don't understand. But okay. So what did you think of the game itself? It went well, into I was okay. very nostalgic while listening. Because I was just like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Oh, I'm driving myself, but with my dad in spirit. But um, I guess like from what I understand, from what from what I was, the people were keeping me abreast of the game while I was at the show. I guess it was a really boring game, and then I got home and I watched overtime. And the overtime was, if it was like that, should have just been the whole game. I love yeah. overtimes. I love when it gets. I just I think with sports, if it's not high stakes, it's like who cares? Yeah. And, in a long ass game like football, until the end, it really is kind of low stakes either way because it can always turn really fast. So I was happy to see that they went to overtime. By the time I got home, I did watch the overtime, which was exciting. The only thing that I was panicked about was that the Chiefs weren't going to win, only because this was the first time so many people asked, "Like, what's your money on? Like, what who's going to win?" And I, with no hesitation, I said, "Chiefs, obviously Chiefs." This is the first time I have literally never. I had a strong opinion from the second. It was asked of me, and I did not waver. And I was a little bit nervous at the end there because I was like, was I wrong? And then I wasn't wrong. And it was great for me for that. Well, they were losing for the vast majority of the game. It was, I was crazy. Like a little, I was feeling a little – I was like, this is good. I'm not watching. I'm doing a show instead. Like, I can focus on something else that I sort of already bombed at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you didn't bomb. But, no. yeah, they were – like, the 49ers, it looked like they were going to win. And I got to say – our boy Travis Kelsey didn't have the best game. He sort of 
missed a pass that could have won them the game. Right. He got tackled in OT right before the game-winning pass was thrown to that other guy. I should know his name, but I don't. Sorry. Like, he, he really... He didn't have the best game in the world, and there were multiple cringe moments, which that was even worse. What did you think of him yelling at the coach, Andy Reid? He didn't yell at him. He body-checked him. So, actually, that I found attractive and totally appropriate. You and friend of the pod, Jessica, both (laughs) are two of the only people who, in my Instagram poll, said, no big deal. He's just passionate instead of it's a red flag, which it was – no, I do not think it's red flag. I think that that's the Super Bowl. These guys, it was, it's just the football steroid version of put me in coach and I'm ready to play. And I think that part of, I mean, football is such a violent performance. Right. Like Andy needs to see that from Travis in order to put him back in. Cause honestly, he wasn't showing that on the field. Watching the actual clip. It was horrible to see that sort of, I mean, I'm going to, I know you can be in shape at every size, but to me seemed out of shape, older gentleman being. <laughs> you talking about Andy Reid? Yes. <laughs> he looked so scared and sad when he body checked him by this six foot something tall, like wall right. of muscle, refrigerator of muscle, man, body check. He looked sp- like Andy Reid looked spooked. He was like, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> that made me so sad, so sad for him. And I was just, I was trying so hard in my head to think it's okay. It's okay. They're boys. It's fine. This is what boys do. <laughs> but I was like, come on, that little old man, come on. And then when I was watching the interviews afterward, Andy Reid and Travis both kind of laughed it off. They were like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, he did the game. And he was, I was just showing him how much I loved him. That's what Travis said. But I'm like, that's what abusive husbands say. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but see, this is where, okay, to me, the larger conversation is what the personality of pretty much anybody but a quarterback is the whole thing's a bit of the ick. Like, so similarly to him being like, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. today. <laughs> he. Okay. So I didn't realize this last game. Number one on my list was the biggest ick. So I had my first Travis ick last time we watched football when he did the fight for your <laughs> right to party thing. But I guess that's what he does every time he wins one of the AFC championships or whatever, according to the, the, you know, talking heads. And. I thought it couldn't get worse than that until Viva Las Vegas. I'm so many notes on that. Like, first of all, if we could, you're with Taylor Swift, Trav. Why don't you create an original call and response moving forward and actually have a thing thing that's yours? First of all, the fact that it's like, what do we always say? We're rooting for the, and then the audience is like, chiefs. It's like, okay. Hey, first of all, that's not a good call and response. Next, we're doing... We go well, that's because all their other shit got canceled because it was racist against Native Americans. So well, they for probably... the record, why would they change the Redskins and not the Chiefs? It's right. No well, okay, they probably used to have a better call and response, but they had to delete it, so this is their new one. But the reason they didn't change it is because they they say, and I looked this up, oh. that they consulted with all of the Native Americans in the surrounding area and they all said they're okay with it oh uh, and i have, I have a black friend i have a black friend 
<laughs> right. They need to change the name. Someone they tweeted. Name. It's, it's a precedent. It's a precedent, precedent thing. Yeah. Someone tweeted a picture of the chief's end zone and it said, end racism. Really oh, I hate, no, above it. That was unbelievable. I was, th- I was yeah. wondering, I was, that's on my list. I was going to ask you if that was something that the internet made or if that's actually on the field. I think it was real. It was real. That's but okay. Really I have to say. Deaf to me. That's really tone deaf to it's me. It's extremely tone deaf. It's extremely tone deaf. But back to the, the Viva Las Vegas thing. I think your first instinct on Travis was the right one, which is he is a man who he he speaks with his body. And that's why we're so happy for Taylor. Right. That's he, why the tongue out and the grunts are actually like saying more than any cover right. song. He's not a words guy. You've probably seen his old. <laughs> you've seen his old tweets when he's like, "Yeah, he's just so this squirrel and had a nut in his mouth." Yes, I thought that was. I thought it was charming, but and, you it's know, it's charming, but it's not. I mean, he's not a wordsmith, and he's right. not really like. Here's here's what the real tea is. His brother Jason Kelsey is like sort of America's big brother. He is so lovable. He never puts a foot wrong. I would say, based on what I've seen from him, and he. Famously, after the Eagles won their most recent Super Bowl, inshallah, there will be more. He did this big speech in a mummer's costume, and it was a it was called his big thing in it was like hungry dogs run faster, and we're underdogs, and and that was his whole thing. So better I better writing, better writing, much better writing. Sort of, they're both lovable for different reasons, but Jason is more, he's the statesman of the two. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. And I think Travis was going for a Jason hungry dogs run faster moment. Oh, are you, that, that to me is an even bigger insult of him because I know, yeah. look, it not only is Taylor Swift standing there on the field, staring you down, waving, blowing kisses. Even if you, even if he just did Viva Las Vegas one, Viva Las Vegas, woo! All right, we're in Vegas. We all then he did the the next line, Viva Las Vegas. Right, he was so kind here? of running out. He was kind of running out the clock to to sort of make it seem speech like, but he right. couldn't think of any other words. And then, right, first of all, we don't need to hear from you right now. Actually, you don't have anything to say. Don't say it at all. But then he did the chorus of Viva Las Vegas, and then it, it came time for the for the pitch to change. Viva, viva. <laughs> and these are not big vocal jumps. The octave is in, it's in the same octave house. He could not, he simply could not get up the stairs, even one note. And so it ends up being Viva Las Vegas, Viva Las Vegas. And he's out of breath. And then Taylor's in the audience doing her best to be like, that's my man. But there's no way. That she wasn't like, we're going to have to talk about this at some point. I think that was, I think the last two games have been her first moments of being like, okay, so I don't know how football works. I know, like the fact that the even fans are responding to you got to fight for your right. And they all scream to party is so embarrassing. It's so middle America. It's like, it's already a song. Like, it's just not, it's not a good one. You got to fight for your right to continue to have a livelihood. (laughs) Get fucking real. I know. I think that if here, I think the two of them, if they're going to su- survive as a couple, they need to be unickable because the two of them, they're both eccentral. Like, well, and then she about- had that great ick quote. Like she actually is ready for this because she's like, cut the part of me that's cringe about him on that needs to let like, what was her? I loved her quote, but I can't remember now. Like, yeah, something it, about be being cringe, cringe about being cringe. 
yeah, you should be cringe about cringing or something like that because she's a dork and so is he. He's like a really hot dork. She's also a hot dork. Like they're they're unickable, I'm telling you. If he didn't get the ick from her at the Grammys last week abusing Celine Dion, she didn't get the ick from him abusing Andy Reid. The two of them, what's next? They're going to show up at the Oscars and murder Betty White? She's already dead, but that was the first old person I could think of. <laughs> they're the, they are the first couple of elder abuse, I'm telling you. What is it with them and old people? Judy Dench. Friend of the, friend of the pod, my cousin Amy, had an interesting theory. She <laughs> said that the Illuminati, if there is an Illuminati, one sure. of their things for how to get in is you have to be publicly humiliated so maybe the two what i know but there's no illuminati it's not real but if it is and if that's how you get in they're shoo-ins oh yeah hey welcome to the illuminati they they're probably i mean not him this was maybe his uh sort of final audition but i feel like taylor's had a lot of pub ease but the other speaking of which though the other thing that um, spiritual Twitter was really pushing on me this morning when I was scrolling, and I was like, "What was you all the evidence that internet's?" It's so funny. It's I've so never, funny. I've never seen a spiritual tweet in my life, not a single no, one. No, it's so in- well. Let me be clear: spiritual tweets are not actually all oft- Oftentimes, the spiritual tweets are, in fact, not spiritual whatsoever, and that's why the whole thing is a bit of a, you know, you got to pick and choose who you like, whether it's politics or spiritual online people to follow, but. A lot of the wait, oh, oh, wait, wait, okay, two things, two things. Number one, I kept seeing things where there was the gif of Travis screaming at Andy Reid during the game, and it was basically saying like, oh no, that's what Candace Owens was like. He's he's all the way vaxxed up, like she oh had my some, god, Stop. she had. Some, I can't remember. I, I screenshot it, but it was like backed the fuck up is like what she heard she like retweeted about it it's like okay relax he was screaming before this vax and we've all been vaccinated from the time we were six months old so like (laughs) it can we blame all of our rage on all the vaxes i'm fine with that but that's ridiculous that's that's what ridiculous twitter is talking about so that's one of the things the other thing is that they have all of this proof that ice spice is not only just an industry plant but she is illuminati she did this a few times and then she did some devil sign and then she was holding up her upside down cross on the jumbotron while while taylor was chugging her beer or whatever oh my god that's so funny what a goofball i am I'm team Ice Spice now ever since I watched this game. And every time they cut to her, Sarah, someone was explaining football to her. And she was was like, oh, yeah, you could see it in her face the whole time. It was so funny. No, she's a hilarious character. She's a very funny character. To sit in a million dollar box at the biggest sporting event of the year in America. And you didn't you don't know what the game is. is so funny. I love her. So. To me, there was one of two things happening. Either she was just, she actually is just like a really cute, I think she's also really young. Like, I think she's like not their age. She's very little sister vibes. But I either thought that, because like there was that moment, it reminds me of that moment that I made fun of months ago. Oh yeah, she's 24. Her frontal lobe's not even fully Yeah, She's a little freaking baby, not even near her Saturn return. So... Like, it's possible that she actually is that naive. And similar, like, this whole game gave me uh, a fond memory of when, at the VMAs, when Taylor was like, it's Demi! Demi Lovato's next! And then she's holding 
Ice Spice's hand and lip syncing in her face, no doubt spitting all over her eyeballs. And and you could see Ice Spice being like, I don't know this one. I don't know this one. It was like a heart attack. And speaking of which, we didn't mention it, but I want to say shout out to Demi for doing heart attack recently at some cardiovascular event, uh, doctor's event. So funny. But either way, I think Ice Spice is just being welcomed to the world a little bit. Either that or... She, for her job, is going to go. And it's Taylor Swift. You're going to go. But I do not think they're friend friends. And I think her. there's a possibility that she was pretending not to know about football, just like like playing dumb just to sort of like pass the time and, and let these people talk to her about something. Oh, Right. Because she's oh, so young yeah. and she's like, what am I going to say to all these right. Midwestern 50-plus-year-old white people? Right. If I, <laughs> I guess I'll Ireland- just let them explain this game to me. If I ended up in Ireland for Christmas one year and we went to Midnight Mass, there may be some things that I wouldn't know off the top of my head. But in general, like I've been to a bunch. I've, I've never date Jews. I go to lots of Midnight Masses. That you could say to me every year on at midnight, the night before, and I would go, "Oh, cool." I'm not gonna be like, "I fucking know." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, especially with your family. Like, oh, you think there's a possibility people were just mansplaining it to her, and yeah. she was. Oh, and then she was like, okay. "Wow, thanks, yeah." But grateful be. Because there was nothing to talk about. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Really funny. I loved uh, Taylor Swift and Blake Lively's outfits. Taylor should have worn that to the Grammys. It looked way better. That is Taylor's look. When she goes a little sporty spice, it really works. Yeah, you're right. It really does. It really does. And I love Blake's hair. I guess that's her natural texture. So cute. I have to be honest. Blake, I, I, I don't know if I've ever even said this out loud before. Blake's always kind of bothered me. Oh my god! Okay, why? Tell me. I I think I'm it's gonna get, I'm gonna get up and make a bottle so you monologue about this because okay, I great. know you can do it. Yeah, for sure. So the thing about Blake is that you know, Gossip Girl is all time cool beginning, and in that role, I thought she was perfect. It's funny, too, because I also don't really like Ryan Reynolds, but I get where both of them are Taylor Swift's, specifically Taylor Swift friends. Like, I actually thought Blake looked so ridiculous yesterday. I mean, I thought Ryan Reynolds had the – he tweeted, like, something like, has anyone seen my wife or something like that. I think to do your hair like that, to wear a million dollars worth of gold jewelry and otherwise dress like Flava Flav is, like – no, she literally, if she had a big clock on her neck, she would have been Halloween Flava Flav. What? I thought she just looked preposterous. I, I, and that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's I don't part know of why, why it worked for me. I don't know why. Well, here's the thing, though. You're more confident. So I think we've talked about this before, but like, for the record, as somebody who, even at my thinnest, I have dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Guys, like, what? What? Right? Are you bloated? Did you have a, a problem? No just the build of all the women in my family. And I, sometimes when I wear heels, I am aware that my legs look better. The outfit looks better. I feel sexier. The minute I step out of the house in heels, sometimes I'm like, everyone knows that I'm trying. Like, I can't explain it. I feel like, or like, I feel like overdressed because I'm like wearing something show-stopping. It's like, I feel like what's, Blake- What's wrong with trying? Well- I thought you were from New Jersey. We're like supposed to be the queens of high effort looks. 
Right, but I am a Lilith rising, Chiron rising. I'm a rebel leader in that way. And it's the one thing about, I mean, it's also like different when we're talking about certain scenarios. Like if we're going clubbing or if we're, you know what I mean? Like like I'm down to actually judge it up to go try to fuck, you know, or to whatever. But like, I just, I feel like when it comes to, I don't know. I, I don't like to look like I like want to be prettier than I am somehow. It's my own insecurity, but oh, I feel like I always want to look, I always look like that. I no, but I, see, I think you do it really well though. Actually. I think like you really do so beauty you, in a very so, but, natural way. Thank you. I think Blake was just going sporty spice. She was just going for a sporty look. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 just, I, across... I also not that I'm also not into matchy matchy. Okay. All right. All right. I just thought it was funny. I thought, like, I yeah, put a clock on her. She looks like Flavor Flav. Yeah, I guess. Um, did you like how Kylie Kelsey didn't? Kylie Kelsey famously, uh, Jason's wife does refuses to ever wear a non Eagles team jersey. She will even when the Eagles don't make it to the Super Bowl and the Chiefs, her brother in law's team, do. She still won't wear chief's apparel and she showed up in a random like cincinnati (laughs) t-shirt so that she wouldn't be wearing chief's clothing so funny on twitter they're calling her the duchess of delco i love it whoa i know go birds so i i thought that was really really fun did you see him jason kelsey at the after parties dancing around in a lucha libre mask um is that what you just sent me just now yes yeah but i was confused though because was that him in the lucha libre mask weren't they- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Kissing in the back, hugging and kissing, and then there was someone else in the back. No, that was Travis and Taylor were hugging and kissing and singing love story to each other. And then the camera pans to Jason, his brother. Oh, it was Jason dancing around oh, in a Lucha Libre mask. That's fabulous. Yeah, they're very fun boys. They're very fun boys. I know he reminds me so much of Nick. Like when he, well, they have similar charts, literally. Him and Jason, they're they're both on the Taurus uh, Scorpio axis. Like I, I'm telling you, I think they look alike. Yeah, I think that Nick would also be dancing around in a lucha libre mask if yeah. we were at yeah. a Super Bowl after party. He would also probably take his shirt off at a Buffalo Bills game. Like they are twinsies. It's so funny. Well, and I also feel like Kylie. So do I? What do I think about her not actually ever wearing anything but Eagles football apparel? I think it's fucking awesome. 
I absolutely love it. I think she's the coolest one in this whole story by far. And if Jason is analogous to Nick, you're the, oh my God, what's Kylie? You're the Kylie. Of... Oh, that's fun. We love it. Kind of what exciting. You... Yeah. What can you tell me about um, Patrick Mahomes? He is like, did you ever hear him speak? Um, yeah, yeah, really, you know, he's such a goofball. Well, he's an interesting sort of case study in not all athletes are objectively going to just be attractive because of it. Like, (laughs) he's not hot. And like, his voice is so he should he should take voice lessons. Bring it. Can you bring it a little bit lower into your gut? Can you speak mm-hmm. from your diaphragm, Pat? I mean, right? I he he, it's, he doesn't have to be talking like that. But it's like that's the thing with everybody. Patrick, when he's after the game's talking, and then and then Travis screaming into everybody's ear. Both of those things, the sport could do without. Well, I kind of love it though because like these guys are sort of like they're authentic. They're authentic, and Patrick is a geek, and Travis is a dork. And I'm just—it's yeah. kind of fun to see like a geek dork duo winning <laughs> the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, like it's a new—it's new. It's, new. it's, well, it's new winning thing. the Super Bowl over, and it's like actually the geek dorks are the best athletes. Like, right? Wow, it's crazy. It's crazy. I love it. I think it's really good. I think it's very much like Age of Aquarius. Don't you? I I actually very much do. And I also think that it's nice to see Britney's sports. Do you see Britney Sports Illustrated bathing suits? Britney Mahomes? What? Yeah. She posed in them? No. Oh, my God. Yes. Google it really quickly. Google, I have to blow my notes real quick. I'm going to grab a tissue. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so important. Because I, I, we could talk okay. about their charts. No. no she, she. I also really like her. Bro, she fucking rushes no you're gonna die oh my god I i'm so her. excited okay she wait. was in sports illustrated wait i'm listening but actually the pee really bad yeah go what ahead um i also am going to while you're doing this oh my god she looks so good Brittany, go girl in the monokini oh my god most people can't pull that off i can't because i have a fridge body holy shit she looks amazing and okay here is what i saw last night that i was asking Sarah about uh, that I don't understand. Why did Jackson Mahomes get turned away from the VIP area and Brittany Mahomes, his sister-in-law, Patrick Mahomes' wife, is standing there shrugging, watching while he gets turned away. So, okay, I've Googled it. I have a story from Distractify. Jackson Mahomes is one of the most hated figures in the NFL community by... Allison DeGrush. Thank you, Allison, for your service. So, okay. It says, yes, everybody hates him. He is a social media star. He stirs the pot and his controversial actions have landed him in jail. Oh my God. He got arrested in May, 2023. Why did he get arrested? These stories, you know, I've written for websites like this and they make you drag it out as long as possible. I should not have clicked on distractify, but that is my cross to bear. Oh, Oh, Jesus, this isn't fun at all. In May 2023, Jackson Mahomes was arrested for aggravated sexual battery. Ooh, he was booked at 7.42 a.m. 
in Kansas. What are you doing in Kansas at 7.42 a.m.? Cocaine. Cocaine. Aggravatedly sexually assaulting people. So he, what did he do? He was accused of assaulting a waiter and the owner. Oh, no. Wait, that's, I was thinking a girl for sure. And I was thinking it was because of cocaine. But a waiter. Wait, listen <laughs> you got <to> issues. <laughs> listen to this. Mahomes allegedly shoved a 19-year-old male waiter multiple times and then forcibly kissed the 40-year-old female restaurant owner. He's gay. I'll have to cut that, yeah, that up. That does sound a little bit closeted and weird. Like, at- right, really, really like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Shortly after the incident, which was caught on surveillance video, Mahomes' attorney said he did nothing wrong. Our investigation has revealed substantial evidence refuting the claims of Jackson's accuser, including the statements of several witnesses. We've reached out to law enforcement, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? I don't know. I think I probably uh, think that it happened. Why would someone make that up? It's so specific to shove a guy and then forcibly kiss a woman. That's so weird. If it is made up, we can't. We will change your voice on a voice. Please step forward and tell us how hard you were laughing and what the fuck you were thinking. Because yeah, otherwise, that, that's simply a true story. I mean, what what would be? And he's also like a non. If anything, maybe he made it up. Like, to right, be like, for, I wish I had some attention, just like Patty. Yeah, to be like, I'm getting canceled. Hell, yeah, I'm relevant. He had a social media spar with a Kansas City bar. He, oh, wow, that's a nice fam- rhyme. Yeah, it is. Well, that was page six. I mean, that's when Love you get real journalism. You Thanks, get wrong. Yeah. So, okay. Everybody hates Jackson Mahomes. Brittany doesn't care that he couldn't get into the VIP. So good for her. We love Brittany. She looks amazing in Sports Illustrated. What can you tell me about the charts? So Brittany Mahomes, this is never going to surprise you. Ne'er a surprise shall have. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Virgo Sun. Oh. That's why she'd be looking perfect out here. Mm -hmm. Sag Moon. That's why she's like, yeah, put me in red and throw me in Sports Illustrated, baby. Wow. Love it. She's fun. Wouldn't it be so fun to be a football girlfriend at the Super Bowl? Just imagine. I mean, Molly, I feel like... Are you gaslighting me? Have I not made it clear that that's my number one dream that I could possibly imagine for myself on earth? And that's a bad way to say it, but that's all I've ever fucking wanted. You actually date athletes. You are putting your money where your mouth is. It's like the the glory days are over. Randy's Tonight Show was almost like one like final gusto of watching my man in the stands. But like all that my athletes have now aged out of um, like sports. Well, you know what? There's always May, December. A really young guy. Yeah, and I think that Travis is our age. Yeah, but like, he's like, I just feel like Taylor and I, I'm not on Raya, I guess what I'm saying. I'm not on Raya. You should get on Raya. I got on Raya and it actually helped me learn what it was like to be a man because I actually got rejected for the first time in my life. It was the first time that I would, I would like match with people and message them and they would not respond because think about who's on Raya. I'm ugly on Raya. I'm like one of the ugly girls. So I would match with these people. I matched with Michael Che. I matched with the, the joke rapper, little Dicky. I matched with, <laughs> yeah. And I'm, 
and I messaged both of them and they didn't respond. Uh, just like I the also- layers. It's not just that you got rejected. It's that you got rejected by white rapper Little Dicky. Yeah, I, I matched with Malcolm McDowell's son who is now married to, wait for it, Lily Collins. Whoa! I know. And Malcolm McDowell's son, to his credit, is the only person who actually, like, you know, tossed me a bone and spoke to me on that app. Like, he chatted with me a little bit. And then I think he probably Googled me and saw that I was cringe and stopped talking to me. Because, like, he was talking to me for a couple days and I didn't say anything cringe. So he probably just didn't like my Instagram or something. And then Mm. the other person that I matched with on Raya was a... Uh, publisher of a bunch of, you know, millennial catering websites. And that's the only person off Raya that I went on a date with. And it was the worst date of my life. It was Why? horrible Why? because he was, oh my God. So, okay. I matched with this guy. This is going to be a blind item. He owns millennial website, millennial women catering websites. Okay. For the most part. And I matched with him and I said to him, cause I didn't think he was cute. I was like, I don't want to go on a date. I'm on here for networking because people do use Raya for networking. And he was like, okay, cool. Let's network because I was an editor at a millennial women catering website at the time. So that seems it organic. Was, yeah. So I was like, okay. So the day that we're supposed to meet, he's like, you're about to have the best date of your life. And I was okay, like, okay, relax. I know. I was like, it's not a date. We're networking. And he was like, okay. So I get there and my intern at the time was the hostess at the restaurant. Yes. And she was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm, I'm meeting up with this guy. And she was like, not this guy. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh my God, Molly, he comes here three times a week. He (gasps) always sits in this back booth and he moves closer and closer to the girl that he's with and then starts making out with her by the end. And I was like, "Oh my God, I know. And I was like, Ew, I'm not going to make that with him. He's not cute. I literally told him three times that I'm not here for a date. I'm just here to literally network and like try to get a job. So I sat down and he just was disgusting. I wrote down everything disgusting that he said. He kept being like, like I said, I couldn't have gluten. And he was like, oh, that's three points off. And then I said that I like knew about World War II or something. And he's like, oh, that's five points for you. Like he was like giving me points and like taking points away, detracting points throughout the date. And then he tried. Right. And I was giving every signal that I was not into it. Like I was like moving away from him, like leaning away from him and everything. And then he still was like trying to move close to me and make out with me. It was horrible. Oh, he told me that I had eyeliner, that my eyeliner was smudged. And I was like, yeah, because I didn't stop and fix my makeup on the way home because this isn't a date because like, I don't like you. And he was like, oh, that's so cute. And then he still like tried to make out with me at the end and he invited me to go to his house with him. And I was like, no. I want to say if you would make out with me, whether my eyeliner was smudged or not, no need to mention it. Right. If it's bothering you, I'll fix that. It was a neg. It was a neg. It was a neg. Yeah. He was trying to like lower my self-esteem so that I would feel bad about myself enough to make out with him. By the way, you look a little bit, you look a little bit bad right now. Right. It's like, okay, then like leave. But so then I never (laughs) used Raya again. And I actually gave Nick my number like the next day because I was just like, I'm done dating. This is so stupid. And wait, you met Nick at a bar? No, I met him through friends. Oh, see, that's like the, that's the way to do it. 
I know, but it's impossible nowadays because no one hits on anyone anymore because they're all scared. Well, I well, they're scared that the... someone's going to go on a podcast and talk about how disgusting they were on a date. <laughs> well, for the record, I, I say that at the top. So there's nothing to be scared of <laughs> as much as it, if you're going to date Travis Kelsey, you need to know that he's going to think it's so cool to do song lyrics and not even change keys or note. I mean, yeah, I'm haunted by he just should have ended after one Viva Las Vegas. That didn't bother me as much as the the push. That's so funny that like no the push didn't me, bother me at all. I'm, I thought yeah, that's I'm how like, he raised those boys. I'm like the physical violence bothered me, and you're like the Bad not the not a good one bothered me. The not a good one, absolutely. Yeah. No, to me, the, <laughs> look after watching that that very very long documentary about every day that David Beckham has played football professionally. It was abundantly clear that locker room stuff, not that it's like, I, I, that was over the top to me, not that it should be violent, but like, I mean, these are like the gladiators. These are modern gladiators. They all yell at each other. Yeah. They, like they're all yelling at each other when they're coming on the field, coming off the field. Like they're all just like, <laughs> and they're like also wearing headsets that are plugged into multiple multiple audio feeds so like him getting in Andy's face like that not only was it performative but it's not like he was actually hurting Andy's eardrum he had headphones on okay you're making excuses for him I'm worried no, it's, not excuse. That's how, it's not an excuse I have no problem with it I think that's how you communicate that's how athletes communicate when they're like coach it's the Super Bowl I think that that's like what I think that he has unspoken permission from Andy to do that and that's why after the game Andy was like Oh, yeah. no, he just really wanted to get back in there. I I, I, he, I think Andy actually needed to see that from him, which is the point of him doing that, because he actually was sucking balls out there. Yeah, but I think that Andy felt a little cucked, and he was just like, oh, yeah, it didn't bother me again. No, man. No, well, it's totally cool. Yeah, but that's only right, because actually, apparently, according to, I think, maybe headlines or just me, like, kind of interpreting, Travis had originally felt cucked, because it turns out Andy actually had met Taylor before Travis. Oh, <gasps> why? Where did he meet Taylor? Taylor and her dad were big time Eagles fans. Yeah, and they met. Was it, did Andy Reid work the the Eagles at some point? Oh, he must have. I have no idea. They really met in their, and they met back the in his Eagles days. Oh, okay. Now well, I have to fact check that. I might not be right, but I think I'm right. Okay, I also have to tell you, I've been seeing some really disparaging TikToks about Taylor and how her dad kind of bought her her career. And I need to fact check it, but I'm going to But you can't buy talent. It. it doesn't matter if, like, you have supportive parents. I like, know, but Sarah, you are so talented. And if I'm no you have. I'm no Taylor. I'm if no Taylor. you had parents that were going to buy a million copies of your first album, you also would be Taylor now. Wait, that's what it was? Allegedly. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, okay, what do you think is next for, um, I mean, Patrick and Brittany Mahomes, I'm saying I want them to have a reality show. I really like them. I'm sorry I imitated his voice. It's I don't really want to hear his voice, actually. I think he's better left un un unheard. But he's a goof, and I like that, and I like her, and they have kids. I'm really into, like, watching people raise their kids now so yeah. I can, you know, judge it and, and make myself feel better or worse based on what they're doing on television. I'm really into that. I What do you think is next for Taylor and Travis? Well. Do you think either one of them has the ick after these two ick-worthy weeks? 
two icks in a row. Two, two instances row. of elder abuse in a row. Right. Elder abuse. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, first of all, it's possible that Taylor and Celine Dion had an interaction that we didn't even see, but maybe she was so stiff that the TV gods were like, no. cut it. We don't want to no, show no, her no, just no. acting like a, acting like a, you know, Taylor a, a didn't whole... even make eye contact with her. The thing is, like, she didn't even reflexively say thank you. And that oh, is oh. a little monstrous to me. Wait, no. Actually, though, this brings me up something I want to say. I, I actually have a new theory I want to throw out there. Okay. I think Taylor and Lana before the event, because essentially Taylor took Lana as her date or and vice versa. They well, were there, they were like invited because they were both nominated. Right, right, right. But they like went together, like they pre-gamed together. They were they were yeah. arm in arm the whole time. They were there together. I think they were doing. I think they like did mushrooms or something beforehand. I would like that more than what I saw. That's what I think is going on because even Taylor's speeches, aside from just pretending she never seen Celine, it also was like her speeches were a little. Yeah, but she's always like that. She's always like that, like faux humility. Wait, let's listen. We forgot to talk about Beyonce's new album. Oh, oh, right. Okay, so there was there. Well, Beyonce had a big night too, and I, I just there's a few astrology pieces I want to get to before we wrap up. But what did you think of Beyonce's rollout? I didn't see it because unfortunately I live in Europe and I don't get to see any of the commercials, which is oh. like two thirds of the fun of the Super Bowl or a third, a third. We'll give it a third. I didn't get to see the commercials, so I just saw what I saw on social media. Um, I mean, I love Beyonce. She can do no wrong in my eyes. And I'm really excited for this yeah. new era, especially the fact that it's country. I think that that's great. I mean, yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm loving it. I feel like it's interesting that we're sort of entering this new era with Pluto moving into Aquarius and all the planets slowly ending their time in Capricorn and hitting Pluto and Aquarius and moving into Pluto. I mean, moving into Aquarius. I love that we're sort of like ending and beginning this new era, like with our girls in the front. Like this is actually going to be a huge Q1 for not only Taylor, but Beyonce, Ariana, Lana. Who else is having a big Dua's coming out with an album. Like I feel like the the pop star A team is really ready for the next iteration and we are I just it gives you it really gives me something to look forward to during these dark times. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I'm really happy great. about it. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm really excited for Wicked. I don't know why they broke it into two parts. Money. I I don't think I realized that until today. I think it's because well, first of all, just to get more money for it, but I think it's because it was all very like elaborate. Like I think it's a. I, actually, I'm making shit up. Forget what I'm about to say. Forget that. But I will say, in watching the previews, I thought Ariana looked absolutely gorgeous, and I just sort of remembered like, oh yeah, like, like the the camera does like the film camera does distort the image in a particular way where. I could see where, like, as as in, in her Glenda, like, she looked fucking amazing. She didn't strike me as too anything, even too blonde, washed out. She was very present. I think that, like, I think she's going to be amazing in it. And I think, 
we have to really see Ariana as more than just a pop star. And that's been the whole point this whole time for her. And I'm looking forward to her reminding us that actually she started on Broadway and she's an actor. Yeah, I'm down for her to be an actor for yeah. sure. I'm I'm ready. Something else that struck me with the J-Lo documentary was how it was so unheard of for her to be an actor and a singer. And now that wow. that was... She kind of like made that blueprint for all the Disney girls and everything, you know, wow. like every everyone kind of did that after her. I was going to say like she was too old for Disney, but actually it's the other way around. Disney was emulating like they were basically making mini J-Lo's. They were yeah. finding mini J-Lo's and raising them to be the thing that she actually did sort of pioneer. Yeah. I wow. What do I think is next for Travis and Taylor? Well, the big question is. Like, so the whole thing was like, are you going to get engaged right after the Super Bowl? And he's like, there's only one, right? He's got to stop with the AVE. The voice has got to, we got to work on that. But Oh my God, I saw. That something. was really annoying to me. I saw something really funny on Twitter and I'm only quoting it. It was a picture of Taylor at the Grammys and it said, he has to give her a necklace every time he uses the black set. <laughs> she had so many necklaces and they're all like another three thousand dollar 87 necklace i could get you this from the beach side from the boardwalk babe like i'm like hang on let me get you a cheapo one no i, I mean, love that I, I don't think she can get the ick like she's unickable with this guy he she would have gotten the ick already from the aave yeah right right i mean i think no matter what in relationships it's always on some level when you really get into it, a give and take. And I think, I mean, what I do think is kind of interesting is I have been feeling these pangs of sadness. It sounds so crazy. It sounds crazy, but <laughs> I've been sort of feeling pangs of sadness for Joe Alwyn. Uh, why? He was embarrassed of her success. I no, hated but- him and I'm not even a Swifty, but I just feel like, fuck him. Well, but here's the thing. Something that I just want to remind everybody as this relationship goes down in flames, as as promised by the next album, he was her he was her creative partner. They wrote together. He won as many Grammys as she did for the albums that they made together. Like, and that is very romantic. Like, I want to be clear, Travis is probably not going to join her in Stewed unless he's doing turn down for what in the background or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Did you like, get chills when Turn Down for What started in the Super Bowl halftime? I was I, like, oh my God, Turn Down no, for What? I know, I was so, I, I felt so, the, the halftime show made me just feel so nostalgic for my youth. And like, I just, it was, this was one of the first times I've been like, oh, I, I like feel old because now I'm like the parent that this is geared towards. Like, right, like we are, we are the Super Bowl halftime show demographic we are like because we are the ones with middle-aged spending abilities now hopefully sometimes like i don't know i i just felt like oh i mean speaking this the the halftime show though and i do have some astrology that might be interesting here what did you think of the controversial back from behind hug between usher and and alicia everybody online is swiss beats better watch out i'm so happy you brought that up because okay so I think that it's no big deal. They're playing a role. It's like Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, right. um, you know, at the Oscars. They both know that it's just for fun and it's just they're selling the song, you know. But yes. then I 
when I was watching the Super Bowl for nine hours today, I took a break to work out. And one of the things I did for was nine on, hours, <laughs> yeah, it took so long. I'm telling you, it, I was watching because I took a break to work out and shower and it was still on and it was, it took, no, it took me like eight hours really to get through it. Cause I kept pausing it. But anyway, yeah. I took a break to work out and I did Peloton has a dance cardio class with Usher oh. songs and Usher shows up at the end. And you're doing this choreography to the Usher songs and he just pops up and it's amazing. But he kind of like, I don't want to use the word sexually harass, but the fact that it's a workplace, it sort of is like, you <laughs> could kind of be like, he's sexually harassing one of the instructors. He's being flirty, <laughs> but like he says, to, and her name is Allie Love and she famously is married. She had a really cringe multi-week wedding instagram campaign that like you can look it up people wrote about it at the time it was oh hilarious. i hate that shit yeah i know well i did that shit too but she no, is yours famously... was not what i'm talking about when i say i hate that shit you okay okay that's okay. not there I'll, i will be the judge of ally love i'll be checking in a minute yeah check it out but so he was saying to her like "Ooh, ally you're like shaking your booty a little too much and then he was doing, there was a part where you're doing like upward dog and he's like, AKA the happy husband. And the uh, instructors are like, <laughs> like they, you can tell they feel so awkward. Cause like there are no sex jokes in Peloton classes. That's so that's like an SNL sketch. though. like, that is like sketch comedy funny. Yeah. Like it's they you can tell they're so uncomfortable. He's kind of like going up, not grinding on them, but like <laughs> dancing on them for the last song that he comes in for. And you're just like, Oh my God, this has never happened in a peloton setting and it's so funny i just think he's playing a role like i think that's his role and it can veer into maybe if it was a normal situation it would be inappropriate but like he's he's playing a character and that's like it's it's part of his shtick to the extent that in the beginning of the halftime show when they had that little like rated you jokey right thing, rated at you the bottom, already right yeah, at the bottom it was like may contain may cause relationship problems. Right. Like Which is it, also sort of sweet in a way though, because it's like no. The oh. reason that he actually feels comfortable enough to be hitting on everybody like that, I think is because he also contains this other side that's sort of comfortably corny. Like this isn't D'Angelo, how does it feel? This is Ursher. Yeah, but Usher's really hot and sexy. I mean, he certainly can dance. But then it's like, I don't know. I think he uh, there's he is hot and sexy. But but for me, it's less that he's hot and sexy and more that he gave me permission to maybe like grind at like the eighth grade dance. You know, like, yeah. I think he's more permission given even in Peloton in that way where he's like, make it sexy. Make it. Sexy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But I'm not specifically attracted to him. Whereas, like, D'Angelo, how does it feel? I'm like, give me that penis beat. Yeah, that was, yeah, I guess so. Okay, do we have anything else we need to say? I have a few things real quick. During the Super Bowl, the sun was in Aquarius, we know. The moon was in Pisces. Usher, Pisces moon. Usher also has a chart twin out there by the name of his number one fan, Kim K. They are both oh Libra God. sun Pisces moons. Are you serious? Because I, it's so funny to me how they're like besties and she's not friends with any other straight men. Charge like, wins. Oh, that's so cute and funny. She actually loves Pisces moons. This was like the first time that she like may or may not have stepped out with Odell Beckham as her BF. Odell, just like Kanye and just like Kim and Ursh, 
Pisces moons. I don't think she and Odell Beckham are dating. I don't think they're dating. Yeah, he's not even on a team anymore. Didn't he retire or is he still playing? Oh, he's only 31. Don't you sometimes just like having a hot guy around when you're single just to kind of be like, there's a guy here? And I could if I wanted to. Right. Yeah. But like either way, it's just nice to have a guy around. It's actually totally platonic. But then but then it can be flirty in that way. But there's not actually any pressure. That's what I think is going on. I think this is like her equivalent to when Courtney befriended Justin Bieber. Yeah. And I also just think she already dated a football player. And like Kim is so brand conscious. She's not going to repeat an earlier evolution of her brand. I agree. She went football player, rapper, comedian that everyone is talking about and everyone dates like just to prove to everybody that she still got it and like she can date a younger guy like something the next guy that she actually dates that she's seen in public with is going to be a different evolution but he's gonna he's gonna invent what we now know as google whatever the future version of wow and it came to become google is she's gonna date the next like tech entrepreneur I think she's going to date, yeah, either a tech entrepreneur or someone who's involved with, like, law or politics. Right. Now, that I would like. But, yeah, I think either way she's going to – yeah, I, th- I think that the athletes are done for her. Speaking of which, though, there was the box. So, like, there was obviously the Taylor Swift fun party house box. Then there were the other celebrity boxes that were getting cutaways as well. I was so pleased to see how sparse and boring the Bieber-Haley box was. And Chloe kardashian is sitting there on her phone looking at her phone the whole time every cutaway and obviously they're alone just looking miserable and i was just like chloe just pretend to be having fun yeah that's like weird. what are you doing you're on the jumbo crowd yeah i'm over i mean i i am never one of those kardashian haters but i feel like we're again evolving past them a little I feel bit that. like it's it's not really interesting to see them at a thing and it's not really what did you think about everyone thought that Bieber was gonna perform and like pop up and I wasn't saying because everyone was so hyped up and excited about it so I didn't say to anybody this is never gonna happen but I knew it was never gonna wait happen. so I'm really glad they brought that up because that was on my list of questions for you which is why was everyone even thinking that because Usher was Bieber's mentor so the fuck what? Like, I know. And this like, is so ridiculous. I know. It's, I, it was clear that he wasn't going to do it because, first of all, Bieber sort of not eclipsed him, but became so huge. He was the biggest guy for a while, you know? And, like, yeah. why would you? I don't think, I think it would be a weird move to put him on your stage when he doesn't need it. Do you know what I mean? Like, if he wants yes. to do Super Bowl, he's going to do his own super bowl halftime show and the other thing is bieber doesn't really perform anymore like no he's actually in i believe now i I sort of want to say i think it's of the christian variety so i'm slightly nervous but i think he's just like in intensive therapy right like i think he hates performing i think he hates that he was a pop star he obviously loves the money because that's what all these people forget when they start complaining about their fame is hello you would be working at mcdonald's if it wasn't for this but whatever but he like i don't think he he He's kind of in retirement. I think he's like in, he's well, yeah, I think he's in a crisis moment. I think he's sort of like really having an existential moment with himself. Yeah, and he, music is not part of that. He does not seem to have any interest in it anymore whatsoever. Well, what he likes to do it seems is that he likes to show up at these like sort of like small LA events and kind of surprise Justy's here with like people his own age and then he'll get on stage and like do a cover with someone and it's like, "Whoa." But yeah, I don't think he's that into, I think he's just like chilling and trying to grit his teeth and stay married. 
Real quick, though, but I want to say read the astrology. Part of why we saw that deep chemistry between Alicia and Usher during this halftime show is because Usher, Libra Sun, connects on a soul level with not only Alicia Keys' Aquarius Sun and its Aquarius season, but she has a Libra moon. So Usher and Alicia have that Libra moon, Libra Sun connection. Speaking of which, Brittany Mahomes, I said it before, Virgo Sun, Sag Moon. Pat Mahomes, Virgo Sun, Cancer Moon. The foursome from hell or our dreams, depending on the day. Are we fighting for our right or are we actually just shutting the fuck up and winning? Taylor Swift, Sag Sun, Cancer Moon. Travis Kels, Libra Sun, Sag Moon. But what is it that here that's happening? Brittany has a moon in Sag. Travis has a moon in Sag. Pat has a moon in Cancer. Taylor has a moon in Cancer. This is the Ethel and Fred Merck's neighbors of their dreams. This is like when my partner doesn't understand, Taylor and Pat are actually going to get each other in a way. And even just in terms of their outward careers, the stars of this whole thing, the people that are pulling along the economy on their backs, but they're both Cancer moons and super emotional. Whereas Travis and Brittany, both Sag moons, are when they find themselves at times being a little bit annoyed with their famous, famous, famous brothers, they're going to be like, do you want to just go talk shit about them and party? And they will. And as a foursome, these two relationships have a shot. Not I'm not, not even talking sexually. I'm talking like couples friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really fun. I really like that a lot. Yeah. I can see Isn't that. that. Great? Yeah. yeah, it's really fun how Taylor and Brittany are besties also. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Brittany and Travis have the same moon and Taylor and Pat have the same moon. So they can also help the other to understand their partner in a way that most people simply couldn't. Wow. You should make a TikTok about that for sure. To say what you just said into the camera. And I got to go. Okay. Everybody join the Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash space trash podcast. We will get one up this week for sure. Yeah. Maybe even tomorrow, but we don't know. You have to see. Yeah, you'll have to see. It's always a surprise, which is what makes it fun. Right. Place your bets now. When's the next Patreon going to come out? (laughs) Yeah. And let us know what you want to hear about. Leave it in a comment on the Patreon. Don't leave it in a review unless it's going to be five stars. Happy Super Bowl. Happy Super Bowl. We love it. We love America. God bless America. Oh, the last thing I want to say, J-Lo says in her documentary, because she's talking a lot about how... Like whether she wants to make a political anti-Trump statement, blah, blah, blah. One thing she says is when America's at its best, everybody wants to be here. And I think that's true. And I think that it's like we're not at our best right now. Um, But the Super Bowl is really fun. And like what I'm saying about the editing and everything, that is good. It's great. And that's like it's TV theater. No one else does it the way we do it. We can cause a commotion like nobody else. And I love it. Yeah. Go USA TV production. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Bye. Bye. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles. The rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.